Hi, I'm Pete Smith. I'm the Director for the Centre of Disability Employment Research and Practice in Melbourne, an independent research organisation that specialises in working on the evidence base for disability employment. In today's podcast, I thought I'd take you through the different versions of discovery, uh, specifically uh, consultant-led, self-guided discovery and group-guided discovery. Many of you will be familiar with discovery, which is the practice that underpins customised employment, um, which is obviously as a non-traditional way or strategy to help people uh, find employment. Um, it's a strengths-based, uh, person-centred approach, um, which really is about, as I've said in previous um, podcasts, it's about working out who the person really is in their ideal conditions of employment. So let's have a look at the three different types. The initial version of discovery that most people will be familiar with is largely a consultant-driven process. And it works in settings that allow the consultant the freedom to actually undertake all the stages of discovery. Uh, In our work, we've found that it doesn't really work in the traditional disability employment setting because of the the high caseloads and the restrictions and compliance regime that exists. But outside of those settings, consultant-driven discovery works very well. It's a journey that starts with the client in their home. Now, if we look at what is now called self-guided discovery, and if you want more information on that, if you go to our um, CEDAW Facebook page, you'll see an interview with Bob Nemec, who's one of the leaders behind the development of self-guided discovery. Bob will tell you that even though it's called self-guided discovery, it's really minimally guided discovery in the sense that it'll work in a setting, and certainly this has been our experience, it'll work in a setting where the client will do a large amount of the work where the consultant acts almost like a mentor. Um, And we found that works very good in mainstream disability employment settings. If we move to the the new iteration of discovery, which is known as guided group discovery, what is it? Well, it's a strategy that, that works with small groups, potentially up to no more than about 10 um, job seekers. Um, it's led by a trained facilitator, whether that be a consultant um, or anyone that's been properly trained in customised employment. And the job seekers are guided through a process of self-exploration uh, and they work with peer support. And I think that's probably the thing that stands out for me is that it's a bit like, in a sense, group therapy where people get to to work with their peers and they'll be motivated and supported by their peers to go on the journey of discovery. You know, I've got a, a particular paragraph here that I'm looking at, which has come from the Lead Centre, where they talk about um, uh, group diet guided discovery. And what they say is that it's job seekers are guided through a process of self-exploration and offered an opportunity for peer support that is often very beneficial to job seekers, especially people who may be struggling to find employment and may otherwise lose motivation to stick with the job search over time. As it says, as with a traditional job club model, it provides the added benefit of networking, feeling less alone in the job search process. Now, I think this is going to be a really good process that I could see particularly 
a lot of application uh, within advocacy groups and certainly within organisations that have strong parent-led groups that want to undertake the employment process for themselves. So that's a brief summary of three different types of discovery. And you can see that even though, particularly in the case of uh, self-guided discovery, it, it's whilst it might be self-guided, all the forms of discovery require the commitment and the support of an expert trained in the area of discovery and customised employment. Um, this is something that's important because you don't want to shortcut the discovery process. Um, and that, I think, is one of the key elements that we continue to reinforce for people. Don't shortcut the process. Don't go from, wow, we find, found a strength the client's got and we found what they want to do, so let's go and chase their dream job and start looking for people and approach employers to see if we can find a job. That's not how discovery works. It's not how customised employment works. And it's in your best interest if you're going to undertake discovery or um, customised employment that you actually do this with some proper training and support. Um, if you'd like more information on discovery and customised employment, uh, you can go to the website, the Foundation's website at www.cderp.com.au or if you go to our Facebook page, you'll find a collection of videos from the people that are behind the customised employment, some of the early inventors and originators of the process. We also see interviews from Carrie Griffin, from Griffin Hamus, Bob Nemec, the senior consultant, and a number of other people that have undertaken um, and supported organisations uh, to embed customised employment. In particular, if you can find the video on our Facebook page where you'll see um, Debbie Ball and Maureen Karasiti from Easter Seals in San Diego talk about how they embedded customised employment in their organisation, some of the benefits, some of the pitfalls and what it took to get that done. Thanks for listening to this one. We'll be back shortly with some more. Thank you.